thank you so much for doing that. That that blessed me just to hear all the fellowship going on in, in the service. And we, we haven't done that in a while, and I miss getting to hear that. So uh, so that was great. You like to talk. That's good. That's good. I love it. That's... <laughs> I know we probably could go longer. Um, so the reason why I wanted you to do that, though, uh, I had a reason. And the reason is this. What I wanted you to experience this morning... What you just did is actually what we're going to talk about today. That's what the message is about today. Uh, the message is about what it means to witness, what it means to be a witness to what you have seen and heard and felt and experienced. That's how we're going to end this conversation that we've been having around Fellowship Four. Today's week six of this series that we've been talking about, and it's called Fellowship Ford, and it's been a conversation that we've been having about vision. Uh, what is God's vision for our lives and our life together as a fellowship family. What, what, is, what is God's vision for fellowship uh, today and in the days ahead? How is God moving fellowship forward towards that vision? And, and finally, what, what is God calling us to do to live into and to live out that vision in our lives and in our life together? I truly believe this statement that I've shared every week, that I believe that the church is, is the flame that burns with God's vision. So that the world can see God's presence and God's power through, through these sparks of, of what, I, what we call life together. What just happened in this room. Uh, my prayer has been and it continues to be that God would make fellowship a burning bush. Uh, ablaze with the presence of God in such a way that, that people all around us would see us and be drawn to us. But not necessarily to us to be drawn into the very presence of God through the relationships that are being built and the life that's being shared in Christ through the people called fellowship. It's what, it's what was happening in this room as we fellowshiped, as we shared our experience with one another. We've been talking about how to start a fire. And we talked about how for God to start a fire in our church or in our community, God has to start a fire in our hearts in our minds first. And so we've been talking about those, those things that we, we promise one another when we, we gather together in fellowship, that, that we, we promise to share life together in Christ through sharing five things, our prayers, our presence, our gifts, our service, and our witness. And we've been talking about these for the last month. We've been talking about this process of how to build a fire. We've talked about how prayer builds an altar on our hearts and minds for God to bring the fire. We talked about how our presence together, how that's like gathering the wood, that community is like kindling for the fire of God. We talked about how our gifts light a match that ignites our passions and the passions of those around us. Last week we talked about service and, and what it looks like to, to bring a sacrifice and to place it on the altar of God. And today, today we're going to end this conversation by talking about witness what it looks like to be a burning bush for those around us. What does it look like to be a witness to the gospel of Jesus Christ to those around us? The definition of a, wit a witness is basically someone who shares their experience with someone else. It's what you did when you were talking to one another. You shared what you saw and what you heard and, and, and what you felt and what you experienced. That's what a witness is. In a courtroom, the, the lawyers will call upon a witness to, to, to share what they've seen or heard in a way that's relevant to the case, right? Sometimes you'll hear a, a preacher say, can I get a witness? 
And that's because they're asking if anyone has experienced whatever it is that they're explaining. Can I get a witness? Okay, that's okay. It works for some preachers, not for all, not for all of them, okay? Yeah. <laughs> so, so that's what we're looking at today. The reason why, and that's, it's important that we're doing this today because on the fifth Sunday, uh, we've decided that every fifth Sunday, we're calling it Celebration Sunday. And we're going to have a celebration service because it's our time throughout the year where we decide that we want to bear witness to how God is moving in our midst and among our, our membership. And so, so today, we're, we're, we're doing that in a special way. Last year, we, we started doing this yearly series of, of vision called Fellowship Forward. And last year, we kind of did a, uh, what we called a state of the church panel to discuss the different areas of the church. And, and it was great. And, and all of our leaders did an amazing job. But, but this year, I decided to do it just a little bit differently. And, uh, and I decided I didn't want to use the phrase state of the church because the word state just sort of feels kind of static to me. Uh, so I decided I was going to use the phrase the direction of the church because that, that feels more dynamic. That's more focused on, on movement, and I think movement is good. So, so what I want us to look at today, the questions that I want us to, to, to pay attention to and to focus on are, are these. Where have, where have we seen God moving in the past year? Where do we see God moving right now? And where do we see God moving us to go into the future? That's where I want us to look today. And, and I want to lift up some things that, that I want us to focus on today. And, and you know, as I was thinking about it and praying about it and reflecting on, on this morning, I thought about a lot of things. And I thought, you know, we could focus on a lot of things this morning. Uh, we could focus on all the stuff that's going on or, or not going on in our denomination right now, uh, possible division around issues of human sexuality, a church polity, and things like that. Um, but number one, nothing is really happening right now around that. Uh, we have a general conference that happens every four years. 2024 is the earliest anything would happen around that uh, to discuss those issues. And so... Um, the other thing is nothing that's happening or not happening changes anything about who we are or what we do right here, right now as a fellowship family. And so there's not a whole lot to discuss around that. Now, I know that you've maybe seen some things or heard some things out there and up there about what's going on in the church. And some of you might have questions about that. And for some of you that are here today, your question might be, what the heck is he talking about? Right? And that's okay. But, but I just wanted to say, if you do have questions about it, uh, I'm more than willing to answer them. And I've had folks reach out to me with questions, emails, and calls, and that's totally fine. You let me know, and we'll talk about it. Uh, we may have conversations about it in the future. Uh, but today, I just wanted to say that, and I wanted to say that, that today, I would rather focus on what's happening right here, right now, and how we respond to that. Uh, and if anything changes out there or up there or anywhere, we'll, we'll address it as it comes. Uh, but until then, I want to devote my time and, and my energy into making fellowship the church that God has called us to be. How about you? You know, we could also focus on uh, some organizational challenges that we have here uh, in our church. Uh, we've got some debt around our church building. Uh, we've had some struggles with with attendance and giving and things like that uh, since COVID. Um, 
So I, I thought about we could talk about that today. Uh, but number one, the people that, that aren't attending wouldn't be here to hear it, right? <laughs> and, <laughs> and the people who are showing up and who are giving faithfully and supporting the church with prayers, presence, gifts, service, and witness, uh, you don't need to feel bad or like you're not doing enough. Um, and I know that most people don't want to hear doom and gloom and, and you're not going to be motivated by things like uh, we're not meeting our budget unless you know why our budget's so important and, and how God is using that for the ministry that's happening here in our church. So I decided instead of focusing on uh, what's not happening or what we're not doing or what we're not getting today, I want to focus on what God is doing, on how God is moving and what God has given us. I would rather focus on how God is moving through through the generosity of the people, the whole life generosity of the people in this room and the people that are connected to our fellowship family and what God might be able to do as we continue to expand that that generosity and that sharing life together into the new year, into 2023. So the bottom line this morning, what I, what I want to talk about is this. I, I could easily stand up here this morning and be the bearer of bad news. But instead, I want to be the bearer of good news because that's what we're about, right? We are a people of good news. We serve a God of good news. Amen? Amen. And, and, and all those things that, that I mentioned and kind of alluded to, those are real things and we're not ignoring them and we're not putting our heads in the sand. But But what I want us to do is I want us to bear witness to a greater reality. And that greater reality is what God has done and is doing and will do in our lives and in our life together. Are you with me? Can I get a witness? <laughs> All right. So, so that's what we're going to do today. For the next few minutes, we're going to celebrate. It's Celebration Sunday. So we're going to celebrate what God is doing in our midst and what God has done in our midst. And I want to invite you, since you're, since you're with me now, we're talking to each other, right? You're talking back to me. Uh, I want to share some things with you, some celebrations. And at the end of it, I'm going to point to you. And I, I just want to invite you to say, thanks be to God. Will you do that with me? All right, here we go. So this morning, we're going to celebrate that this past year, we've raised over $10,000 for local community organizations like Atlas and Portico and United Way and Shepherd's Closet. Amen. We're going to celebrate bringing in over 20 new people into the fellowship family this year, baptizing five people, and we had three first-time professions of faith in our congregation. That's a big deal. And so you know what? Thanks be to God. We're going to celebrate delivering 1,238 fuel bags to schools in Rutherford County for families that, that are in need of, of food. And, and we're going to celebrate over 100 Linus blankets that we've delivered to Vanderbilt Hospital for children and their families who are, who are going through uh, a, a difficult time and who need to know God's presence and, and the prayers of God's people. So... Amen. We're going to celebrate that we had our first BBS in, in, in a number of years. And we had 60 kids that came and attended and heard the gospel. And we had volunteers that came and, and lived the gospel out to them in some really tangible ways. So thanks be to God. 
we're going to celebrate. There was an unexpected blessing that came from a conversation that, that one, of our, uh, one of our members overheard about some funds that were available to the church, which allowed us to pay off our, our PPP loan and recoup some of our budget shortfalls. So you know what we need to say to that? We're going to celebrate our first step towards bringing Stephen ministry to the congregation for those that need extra care and who are going through difficult times. We're going to celebrate that the God who began a good work here at Fellowship is still working and will continue to carry that out to completion as we continue to carry the good news of Jesus Christ to those around us in our words and in our actions. Amen? Thanks be to God. And I could go on and on and on this morning, but I want to stop right there. And I want to invite you to continue telling the stories. If I left one out this morning, you tell it. Tell it to the person in front of you. Tell it to the person behind you. Tell it to the person you work with. Tell it to the person you go to school with. Tell it to the person that lives next door to you. Because that is what's going to move fellowship forward. Us telling those stories of sharing life together. In Christ. That's what I want to talk about now. We've, we've been talking about, we, we've kind of talked about where we've been. I want to talk a little bit about where, where we're going. So, so some of you know, every year, the staff and I, we prayerfully consider uh, what our one word for the year is going to be. Uh, this one word for us becomes sort of a, a, a light to our path. It's kind of a laser focus that helps us focus on what we're going to do in the coming year. In the past few years, we've chosen a word that, that reflects this vision statement that you've heard me say uh, many, many times, sharing life together in Christ, right? And so the last few years, we've had our one word, one of those words. And so last year, the word was together. That's where the together tailgate came from. Uh, this year, the word was sharing. And so we've been talking about the sharing part of this. So in 2023, we've decided next year that our one word is gonna be life. We're going to talk about and we're going to focus on those things that bring life to our lives and to our life together so that we can be the light of the world to those around us, the light that Christ calls us to be. We want to be a life-giving people and we want to be part of a life-giving church so that we can share the light of Christ in our community. Amen? So, so the staff and I have already started coming up with some some goals for next year that are centered around this idea of, of life. What does that look like for us to be life-giving people, to be a life-giving church? And, and so uh, many of these are still kind of a work in progress. We're going to start talking about them with some of our uh, teams, and I'll have more to share with you as once we get to the beginning of the year. But today what I wanted to do was just to kind of paint a picture for you with some broad strokes of what that might look like. And, uh, and I want to start where, where we always start, right, with with the scriptures. So there's a passage of scripture uh, that I hope will be our, our, guiding, our guiding light, our, our, our focus for 2023. This is a passage that comes from the Gospel of John, uh, the very beginning, chapter one. So hear this, God's word for us today and what I hope the days to come. John's talking about the coming of Jesus. And he says this, in him, in Christ, was life. And that life was the light of all mankind. The light shines in the darkness, and the darkness has not overcome it. This is the word of God for the people of God. And so one more time, we say, 
Thanks be to God. Amen. Now, here's why I think this passage is so important, so foundational for us as individuals, as followers of Christ, and as the body of Christ, the church. I believe with all my heart that a life in Christ is a life full of light. Now, does that mean there's not any darkness? No. But it says it's a life that shines in the darkness. It's a life that finds hope and, and peace and joy and love, those things that we celebrate during Advent in the midst of the darkness, in the midst of all the chaos and conflict in the world, that there's a light. And we know what that light is. That light is Jesus Christ. And, and that, that life in Christ is what we have to share with one another. It's what we have to share with the people in our lives that are hurting and, and, and need to, to hear good news. And when we share that life with others, then the light shines in such a way that, that people are drawn to it, just like a burning bush. And so that's, that's who I want us to be. I know that's who you want us to be. And so that's what we're going to focus on in this, this next year, on, on how we can do that together. As I said, we're, focusing, we're, we're coming up with some goals for 2023. We're calling them life goals for our congregation and we want to hear from you as well. If, if, there, if God is, is sharing something with you that, that you think we need to know, let me know. I would love to hear that. We're doing this together. Um, but I want you to know that, that the staff and I and, and our leaders are prayerfully considering what that's going to look like in the new year. And so you'll hear more in the coming weeks. But, but what I want to tell you today is kind of our big, our big long-term goal that we're working towards so that you can be praying about it uh, and how God wants you to participate, how God wants you to contribute in, in helping us reach that goal as we move forward in this new year. We, we have a mission, right? Our, our long-term mission is to make disciples of Jesus Christ. And, and our vision is, is helping, us, helping us show what that looks like in our congregation. That's the sharing life together in Christ part. Uh, but our goal for 2023 is, is, is to share life with one another and especially with, with those around us, and especially with our neighbors. Uh, we want to increase our outreach in the community this year so that we can build relationships for the kingdom as an expression of our mission and vision as a church. Are you with me? Amen? I think it's important for us to, to share what's going on here with those around us because we are experiencing life here together, and we want others around us to experience that as well. So I want to invite you to, to think about what steps you can take towards helping us reach that goal. And, and I've got a few steps that I want to share with you this morning. Uh, and it kind of goes along with our, our conversation we've been having about how to start a fire. So, so step one is this. I want to encourage you, challenge you, invite you to build an altar in your heart and in your mind. Make, make prayer a priority. I want to challenge you to pray uh, for our church every day uh, between now and, and January 1st, 2023, to pray that we would, we would be able to, to figure out some good ways to, to reach our neighbors so that we can build relationships that are rooted in, in sharing life together in Christ. That's step number one. Step number two is I want to challenge you to help us to, to gather the wood. Uh, to gather the people of God together in a, in a new and, and fresh way. One of the things that I want to share with you today is that we have been prayerfully uh, considering and are moving towards 
having one service starting in January. And we don't know what time yet. We don't know what that's going to look like. We're working with some of our teams about that. But one of the things that, that we are hoping and one of the things that we experienced this morning is that when we're all together, there's an energy in the room. There, the, God's spirit is moving in a powerful way. And, and so we want to create some momentum and some excitement. Uh, maybe we'll, we'll grow so fast we'll have to go back to two services and three services and four services, and that'll be fine. We'll figure that out as we go. But, um, but for now, we want to gather the people of God together in a way that we can encourage one another and, and be excited about that and, and see what the domino effect is after that. So, uh, so what I want to challenge you, invite you, encourage you to do is to support that service uh, once we started in January uh, by attending, uh, serving if necessary. FC Kids is going to need lots of extra folks to help out. Uh, can I get a witness? <laughs> um, we're talking about maybe having a volunteer service beforehand. I mean, we're, we're, we're coming up with, we got all kinds of scenarios right now, um, but we need your help to make that happen. And uh, so, so attending, serving, and also inviting, inviting people to come be a part of that service is important for us as we seek to gather the wood uh, so that God can bring the fire. Uh, the third one is to light a match, and then we believe that that's going to happen uh, through us using our gifts, all of our gifts. That's our whole life generosity piece. In order for us to reach out to the community, our hope is to increase giving in 2023 uh, in every way. Uh, so I want to challenge you to take a step forward and whatever that means. If that means God's calling you to give more financially, uh, then, then do that. Uh, if maybe you've never given before, this may be an opportunity for you to give for the first time. Or maybe you've given and, and you've never tithed or you don't know what tithing is about you know, giving 10% of your income uh, to the Lord. I want to invite you to pray about what that might look like for you. And know that we're doing that as well. And that kind of goes with step number four. Step number four was to bring a sacrifice. That's, that's the serving part of it. So my hope is we're going to increase serving in 2023. So I want to challenge you to consider how God might be calling you to give of your time or your talents, or your energy to serve, either inside the church or outside the church, in, in all the ministries and partnerships that we have in our community. And I believe if we do all four of those things, then, then step five is just going to be the natural progression to that. Step five is to be a burning bush, to, to draw people into God's presence. This is, the, this is the witness part. Prayers, presence, gifts, service, witness. One of the things that we're prayerfully considering and, and brainstorming about right now is to create opportunities for us uh, to bear witness to our neighbors uh, what sharing life in Christ looks like. We're, we're, we're already looking at having some special events, maybe similar to what we did this morning, that have the sole purpose of us being able to connect with our neighbors, uh, to invite them into this community of faith so that they can experience sharing life together in Christ, so that we can bear witness to the presence of God in our lives and in our life together, so that we can continue that mission to make disciples of Jesus Christ for the transformation of the world. But even before that, it's about the transformation of, of Murfreesboro. And even before that, it's about the transformation of, of fellowship. And even before that, it's about the transformation that happens in our hearts and minds as we believe the gospel and we live into it and we live it out together in community. You've heard me say this before. You can't, you can't share what you don't have, right? So my prayer is that we would be Transformed. That even today, 
that God is moving in such a way that's moving us to allow God to do something different in us so that, so that we might live into that vision that God has for us. It starts with us. And when we shift our focus from what, from what we can do or can't do to what God can do, to what God is able to do, what God is doing, how God is already moving, then that's when a movement takes place. It's a movement from, from worry to worship, from being bearers of bad news to bearers of good news, from, from simply being a, a watcher to being a witness, sharing our experiences, what we've seen, what we've heard, what we've felt, what we've experienced of life together in Christ with those around us. So I want to leave you today with, with just this thought. What, what does that look like for you in your life, and what could it look like? And what could it look like for us here in our life together? There's a, there's a famous quote that is attributed to John Wesley, founder of Methodism, and it goes something like this. Light yourself on fire with passion, and people will come from miles to watch you burn. In a good way. Like a burning bush. So what if every one of us in this room were so on fire about what God was doing in our lives, what, were so on fire about what God was doing here in our life together that, that the people around us started to be like Moses in, in Exodus. When he saw the burning bush, he said, I'm going to go over there and see this strange sight. <laughs> what if people said that about us? Those, those people at Fellowship, they are, they are a peculiar people, but they've got something They've got something that maybe, maybe I feel like is missing from my life. The way that they pray, the way that they show up for one another, the way that they, they, they give generously of themselves, their, their time, their talents, their treasures. I, I want some of that. I want more of that. I want, I want a life like that. I want to experience life together with others like that. And when that happens, guess what? All we have to do is bear witness. We just have to share what we've seen, what we've heard, what we've felt, what we've experienced in our relationships with one another and our relationships with Christ. We won't have to preach a sermon or quote Bible verses or beat down doors or try to be like the church down the street. We just have to bear witness to who we are and who God is calling us to be. That's what sharing life together in Christ is all about. That's how I believe God is going to move fellowship forward. So as the worship team comes up and as we take a few minutes just to reflect and to respond to what God might be speaking to our hearts through his word and through his spirit today, I just want to leave you these two little questions to think about and pray about. What are you being a witness to right now? And how are you being moved to move? How is God moving in your life? And how is God calling you to move? How is God calling you to be a burning bush to those around you? And what would that look like if we all did that together? Will you pray with me? God, we do give thanks to you today for all the great things that you have done, for the ways that you have moved mightily in the past year and for the ways that you're moving right now and the ways that you are calling us forward 
to follow Jesus in, in, in maybe new ways or ways that we haven't followed Jesus in a, in a while. Lord, we know that that takes trust. It means for us, we're, we're going to have to trust you and we're going to have to entrust to you all that we are and all that we have, our very lives, our life together, our, our budget, our building, our ministries, everything. Because we know that that all those things in your hands, Lord, you can do exceedingly, abundantly beyond anything we could ever hope for or imagine. So God, help us to do that today. Help us to take a step of faith, whatever that looks like today. For some today, it may be that they need to put their trust in you, Lord, for the first time, or the first time in a long time. Or maybe there's something that we've been holding on to that we just need to let go of today or, or place in your hands so that we might experience life like we've never experienced it before. God, we thank you that in your son, Jesus, there is life and that life is light to our lives and to all mankind. Lord, I pray that today as we trust you and as we entrust to you those things, that your light would shine in the darkness and that we would be reminded and, and our hope and our peace and our joy would be restored in knowing that that darkness shall never overcome the light that's ours in Jesus. Lord, I pray that your Holy Spirit would move in our lives and in our life together in such a way that, that you would start a fire that would, would spread throughout this place so that others might come to know the amazing love that's ours in Jesus Christ. God, we love you and we thank you for this wonderful day of celebration. And we look forward to coming back together this time next year and celebrating the great things that you have done that we don't even know about yet. So God, we thank you in advance. We say, thanks be to God. And we step forward confidently knowing that you are with us and that you are for us and that you are working in ways that, that maybe we can't see yet. But we know that you're working for good and we thank you. God, we love you and we lift all of this up to you in Jesus' name. And all who agreed said, amen. Amen. Would you stand? We're going to sing this closing song. And uh, if you'd like to come to the altar and pray, I'm going to be there. I'd love for you to come pray with me. If you'd like me to pray for you, I would love to do that this morning. Uh, whatever that looks like, let's use these last few minutes to just give thanks to God and offer ourselves to Him in the ways that God is calling us to. Let's sing together.